0: Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh You are listening to the Qoswa Podcast And we are now on episode 6 Alhamdulillah, it's already past halfway the, of the term And yeah. uh, we apologize that this episode is released uh, a day later We usually record it on Saturday and we publish it on Tuesday But we had a very busy weekend
1: Yes indeed, yeah. we, um, we were prepping and we opened our, the uh, Koswa Cafe is called Coffee and Dates. Yes. yes. So we
0: open our doors, uh, Alhamdulillah, on Sunday.
1: Yes, so we are at 111 Manning Road, um, yes. Formally
0: formerly Formally. Aromas Lera. Yeah. so Alhamdulillah, I think the Sunday went really well. We had oh, so many people coming. Um, thank you so much for the support from everyone that came and the well wishes and the dua. Uh, we apologize on that day. Sometimes there were a bit of a mixed up on the orders. Sometimes some things came late,
1: and we uh, ran out of nasilama.
0: We ran out of nasilama very early on. So, inshallah, we'll have we will be better equipped, inshallah, uh, as uh, coming towards this weekend. Um, so, yeah, now we're open daily from 6:30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, we serve coffee and cabinet food. We've got a variety of toasties and sandwiches. And cakes um, and um, coffee, smoothies and juices.
1: Yeah. And on um, Thursday to Sunday, that's when we have our full menu. So we'll have... um, cooked uh, food made to order, so we have our big breakfast, we have shakshuka, we have nasi lemak, we have beef rendang, yes. um, and we've got a few other other things on the menu, and there's also like a children's menu as well.
0: Yeah, we've got a cute, cute cereal, and then a mini satay, and uh, roti john. I think we've got that. Um, would you like to share with our audience or listeners um, what's special in the smoothies?
1: So, the smoothies have got berries that are locally produced and... Um, locally sourced. Locally sourced, yeah. yes. So, we got it from Pemberton. It was a camping trip um, that we we went and you went with um, MK and Faza and loaded yeah. the Cosmo Mobile.
0: With, yes, berries. Yeah, so we've yeah. got like
1: blueberries, blackberries, raspberries and strawberries. Yeah. So, we blended and froze them and then now they are going to be into our smoothies Mm. they are made into raspberry compote for like our mueslis and also pancakes um so the smoothies, something special about the smoothies is we really try our best to stay away from any um additional sugar sugar. so uh, it's sweetened by dates
0: yes so how do you yeah. process the dates So
1: with the, the dates we we do what we call they call a slow activation um I of the sunnah, where he would um, soak the dates in water, yes, um, and then just leave it for some time, yep. and so the dates sugar will um, spread, and that just sweetens. Mm-hmm. It will just process the sh- the, sh- the sugar gets sort of like um, broken down, yes, and then it sweetens the the drink. Mm-hmm. So when we have our like our drink like monkey on a date, it's mm-hmm. a banana and a date. Yep. Um smoothie and it's purely sweetened by dates and so is our berry drinks and things like that. So yeah. it's not only that it's healthy. um yeah. it's also um, you know charged with energy. Yes, yeah, something suitable for, for children and adults.
0: Yeah. So the banana and a de- monkey on a date. Banana and dates. Banana is known for as as to be a super fruit because it contains so much nutrients, and dates um, as well. So that's a super duper. Um, if, uh, smoothie, I reckon. Yeah. yeah, and we also have that watermelon on a date as yeah. well.
1: yeah, yeah, so we've got um a watermelon and dates with a, f- a bit of other things um, yeah. to make the juice uh, lovely. yeah, what are the other things? so we've uh, in there there are strawberry and mint oh, right as okay. well that combination um, and make that makes it quite a nice watermelon juice. Yeah, that combination
0: mm. between watermelon and date is interesting because when if we read in uh, Shama al muhammadiyah uh, book by Imam Al-Tirmidhi. Um, it is mentioned there's hadith about the Prophet um loving cucumber and dates. He also um, uh, melon, watermelon, is also one of his favorite fruits. Mm-hmm. But what we notice in, in reading the those hadith about the Prophet's um, dietary habit with, with regard to fruits, he enjoy mixing um, the heaty fruit and yeah. watery or cold fruit so dates are considered uh heaty and he enjoyed eating it with cucumber um, we are uh, i think uh, is it on, in the pipeline for Yeah cucumber?
1: in the pipeline but not quite yet we've got to invest in a cold pressed uh, yeah. a cold juicer a cold juicer yeah. then we can yeah. uh, we can have that
0: So in the meantime we've got watermelon which is also a cold uh, fruit um, blended together with uh, Dates, so yeah, it's watermelon, and,
1: and our cabinet sandwiches has got uh, a few interesting ones. So we've yeah. got our fa- local favorites, you know, our smoked salmon bagels. Yes. We've got our chicken avocados, uh, but we also have some fusion food. So we've got uh, like sambal tomes with egg in a brioche bun.
0: Oh, that's that was a um, the big bestseller today. We sold that one out. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we've got those uh, bits and pieces. Um, that uh, I think would you know would appeal to different different uh, people and come come and have a taste. Yeah. Um, and our breads, our croissants, baked fresh every morning.
0: Yep, yeah. and um, pistachio croissant that is my yeah, absolute th- favorite. That one, yeah. You c- have could- to have
1: that for dessert. Yeah, weekend. we just
0: couldn't can't make enough of that. No, it Just goes so quickly. Um, yeah, so this uh, this topic uh, this episode is of course not going to be all about the cafe but yeah but a lot of it's going to be we're excited about that uh one of the questions that i got from many um of the uh, customers that came was that um was cafe always in the pipeline was it always something that we've planned to do um and i think um i explained to some of them that this has always been our dream not necessarily a cafe but our dream is always to establish a madrasa that is uh, financially independent yeah so the uh, profits from the cafe um, goes to fund uh, activities for, for the, the madrasa. madrasa yes. Well, yes, we've got our fees and everything, but no, j- the fees is just covering um, our overheads. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's uh, for us to expand and do more programs, more activities. We need more funds. And um, mm-hmm. I think from early on, we try and stay away from fundraising um, path. We, not that we have anything against uh, fundraising, but we thought that we wanted to be more creative creative, yeah, creative, creative yeah. in our, the ways we've uh, raised our funds. That's why we did the carnival. And from our experience of running the kitchen and the carnival, uh, we think that maybe it's time to take the next step and run a full cafe. Um,
1: yeah. And later down, down the line, it is um, the aim of COSWA to try and produce local Scholars, yes, yeah, so, so we want to send like our students,
0: yeah. So b- before that, that's it's not that's that's like the grand aim. Mm. We've got multiple steps before we get there. Um, the aim is now to start um, at least one business a year, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll launch a business every year. Um, it can be some other things, not necessarily just another branch of coffee and days, but it can be something else. We are working in a few things, a few other things in the pipeline. Um, at the moment, but it's been shelved because of the cafe. So, after the cafe stabilizes, hopefully in three to six months, we'll work on another project um, and launch another business, hopefully towards the end of the year. Um, but the, uh, the aim is that all these small businesses would feed back to the funds of the uh, madrasa. And the grand aim is to establish a scholarship, a scholarship program. Yeah, yeah, scholarship program to send um, our brightest students, some of our brightest students, to study the deen. Yeah, I think one of the challenges of the community is that um, we, the, the, the brightest students generally do not want to study uh, Islamic sciences. Yeah. Um, and parents also, I think it's it's a fair worry that yeah. uh, if we send our children to Islamic sciences to study Islamic sciences, what are they going to do for a living? Imams are not paid well yeah. if paid. Uh, so what how are they going to earn a good living? So the brightest minds will go to medicine, engineering, yeah. law, finance. Yeah. Um, so th- we, we hope that this would help um, entice. Good minds to come and start to study Islamic sciences, and then when they come back, they go on our scholarship. When they come back, these businesses would pay them a, a competitive salary, a salary yeah. yeah, because we really need right minds um, to study Islam. Yeah. We look into the past, and we, st- we 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 marvel at the greatness of Imam Al-Ghazali, we marvel at the greatness of uh, Imam Shafi'i Malik, and so yeah. on, Imam Ibn Taymiyyah, um, they were brilliant minds.
1: Uh, yes, um, definitely. And at
0: that time, studying Islam gave you the respect, the prestige in the society, which today is absent. So we hope that by having these small businesses, um, we could first of all um, uh, provide employment to uh, immediate cost crew. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you walk into the cafe, you walk into coffee and dates, you mm-hmm. will be greeted by... Familiar faces, yes. you know, like I hang on. I've met this person. Oh, this person is teaching in this class. or oh, this person is doing that, this and that at, at, at Koswa because yes, we hire um, the Koswa crew to be uh, and
1: the Koswa family. So we've the got Koswa parents working with us as well.
0: Yeah, and um, the cake, the cake supplier, we take it from uh, Koswa parents. So we try and keep it, um, keep it within the family, um, and the funds then go um, channeled back to. The madrasa for activities and also to establish this um, scholarship fund. Um, We were in our last year's trip to Malaysia. I was in, we we visited uh, one university and I contacted another university um, and um, to help to to establish a partnership. So, our high school students, the bright ones, there is a pathway for them to go to those universities in Malaysia to do Islamic sciences. Um, and uh, Inshallah, if Qaswa is able by that time, and maybe in four or five years' time, yeah. it will be funded by um,
1: Qaswa. Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. um, and so the, co- the cafe has got food yep. and we've got coffee yeah. and smoothies and juices and we've also got books. Books, yes. Yes, uh, so we, we really are heavily invested, I guess, in reading Yes. and we really want children to read as many Islamic books as they can yes. and part of that is the Karawin library yep. and also, you know, you can start creating your own library at home by coming buying.
0: buying yeah yeah we have got very limited um, uh, titles at the moment yeah but inshallah we will stock up um, soon um, yeah. so we're working towards that having adding uh, more books we also have uh, artwork by local artists yes. um, some local Muslim artists you can come and uh, admire their work or if you like you can purchase them um, and uh, take home one of these beautiful artwork by uh, Local Muslim artists in Perth. Yes. So, anything else interesting about the cafe you'd like to share?
1: For now, I think we need to get into the subjects.
0: All right. Yeah. Yep. So, um, about
1: the, the with the continuation, the continuation of Salah. of Salah. Yes, and with the younger children. Um, we went through all the motions um, until we finish until the salam. Uh, with with the younger children, it is still um, they are still learning their left and their right, right um, yeah, things like that, and you know, trying to you know putting up their finger for tashahud and those right, kind yeah. of things. Uh, so it's really just getting them used to getting them into the sequence. So I've always encouraged them to make sure they do at least one prayer with the family. Yep. And uh, we do reward them. So when they come back, I ask them who prayed once with their family every day, yeah. and then they do get a reward um, for for saying so. Uh, and then we um, what we did last week was also, uh, was also we colored our wudu poster mm-hmm. and we laminated it. And the children had a ball laminating. because. So you did this twice? Twice. No, we did. So the pre-primary children in the morning session did not manage to finish. Oh, so then it's continued. Right. Okay. Yeah, because we we I wanted them to color in as best as they could mm-hmm. because they wanted to display the yep. wudu uh, poster yes. in their bathrooms. Yes. So they did take longer to mm-hmm. be extra careful. Yep. Yeah, but they did have a ball, putting it in the machine and yes. making it waterproof. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was a really fun thing. Yeah. But what was, I think, the most important part of the lesson last week was talking about how Salah is actually a gift. Yes. And um, I explained to them a metaphor of, you know, if, you know, if your parents, you know, someone you love, give you a gift, would you like it? Mm-hmm. You know, are you excited to get a present? Yep. Um, so then I explained, like, Salah so is a gift that Allah has given the Muslim. And Muslims are not only that Allah gives five, but we actually get rewarded 50. Uh, for 50. Yes. So we actually get one present, but we actually get 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so we and then I explained to them how that is like we are talking to Allah, we are asking Allah for anything that we want because Allah is the only one who could give. I said, you can even. Say that, you know, so I I told them that, you know, it's Allah who makes your parents give you what you get. So if you get a car, a toy car from your parents, it's Allah who actually allowed, you know, for your parents to buy that toy car, to give it to you. Mm -hmm. So your parents is like the vehicle um, of you getting it, but in the end, it's actually Allah who's giving you that risk. Yeah, so we we talked a lot about about, um, the present and the risk Mm -hmm. and then we moved on. And with children, they really require concrete examples. So we spent quite a lot of time talking about what, Blessings. What yes. kind of things that Allah has given them? So what sort? What sort of things? So we started with just their body, yeah. all the different kinds, uh, all the different parts of their body and the functions. And what if, you know, your body doesn't work this way? Then what happens? You know. So the importance of being thankful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we went into you know the creation, like. Uh, the provide all are providing necessities for your body, like food and water. Yes, and um, it's really quite good for the children to talk about this because these are topics that they are able to contribute to. Yep, and then they just build that conversation. Um, so, um, to, to break it up, I would say, okay, now let's we're going to think about all the animals that Allah created for us and give me a guess, you know, an animal that you know starts from what or this and that. And um, The class was really, really engaged um, and I thought that it was really good that they understood um, the concept. So again, we repeated the wudu, so we didn't want them to forget. Yes. And they, I do tell them that you have to take your wudu before you pray with your family. And you have to take wudu right after you finish your shower, just so they get into the practice yes. um, of taking wudu. It's and
0: always good to be in wudu anyway.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I always encourage them to take wudu before they sleep. Yes. Yeah, tell them like, you know, when you Take wudu before you sleep. The angels uh, will, protect, will you. protect you, and yeah. you know you will have good dreams from from the protection of the angels. And I think that really um, gelled with the children because quite uh, it's it's quite common for young children to have like bad night dreams, or nightmares, yes. night terrors. Uh, so I think that's one thing good for for children to yes. to continue doing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So what about the older children? What happened yes. there?
0: So with the Bigger kids. Uh, last week, uh, they most of the classes managed to do up uh, to ruku, making sure that one of the things that we wanted the students to um, be able to perform salah as perfectly as possible in terms of its physical dimension, its movement, and then because they're still young, they can straighten their back. They mm. can train to straighten their yes. back. Some of the teachers actually uh, put um, a cup of water, make sure that, all right, make sure you don't move. The concept of tomat nina, Mm -hmm. you have to pause at your movements. Sujood making sure that the seven body parts that are required to touch the ground are properly touching the ground. Um, But the students wonder, like, why do we need to do all these things? Mm -hmm. Why is it important? So um, some of the classes that managed to... Finish the Salah early, they played a game, the game of um, Chinese, Chinese Whispers, Whispers yes. but with movement. So mm. that's, that has been a favourite uh, with our students. So it's like chi- how you play Chinese Whispers, you pass a message from one to another, and you see that from the beginning to the end, it, the message changes totally. Yeah. But this time it's with movement. So the teacher would start and, all right, I'll move this way, this way, and then you copy and then you pass it to the next person, and you pass it to the next person. while we record a video of it and see what happens um, at the end. Um... And the students were surprised that they tried as best as possible to remember, but at the end, um, it becomes something totally different. So, the lesson from that game is that if we do not preserve the way we pray properly, we make changes.
1: Small? Small,
0: but over 1400 years,
1: it it becomes a big change. It becomes a big change.
0: So, this is why our scholars, uh, the Fuqaha, they were very detailed in describing how the Prophet prayed. Mm so yes, there are also differences recorded within because we know that the Prophet sallam, definitely prayed more than one way. And this is why you have the is recording in a different way, the Hanaf is recording the Malikis and so on. Or, um, but they what they differ is more of the, the the best way to do it. We all are in agreement that the Prophet stood straight. Yeah. All right. Where he places hands, there are differences. differences so yeah. we what we don't want is we have four Five differences within we they call it in our tradition. We don't want um, a generation to start creating the sixth and seventh exactly. and eighth yeah. uh, way of, of of praying. So that game uh, made the students realize that uh, we are actually entrusted with something important that later on we need to pass on to the next generation.
1: Exactly. Uh, yeah.
0: And I, we told them that you may not be uh, teachers, you may not end up being Ustaz, yeah. Ustadas and so on, but you'll, you, inshallah you'll inshallah, you have kids. The first teachers to the children are the, parents. are the parents. Yes. So if you know your prayers well, you can teach your children later on how to pray. And this is the best investment because if you teach your children how to pray, the Prophet wasallam said, yes. the one that chose the path to goodness, receives the reward like the one doing it. So you teach your children how to pray, your children pray, you still get rewarded. And then your children teach us, teach your grandchildren, you still get rewarded. Your grandchildren teach your great-grandchildren, you still get rewarded. So you may be dead like a thousand years, but that, Chain is still continuing and yeah. still receiving the reward.
1: Yeah, and then with siblings, we tell them to try and pray together. You know, encourage yeah. your siblings to pray with you, yes. so then you know you join each other in goodness. Yes, and yeah. and uh, elder siblings help their
0: younger siblings correct their prayers, teach them how to pray, so you start your uh, investment for the future. Yeah. Thereon, you don't have to wait for your children; you've got your younger siblings. Um, so. That's how we ended. So, last week and this week has been about the outer dimension of prayers, inshallah. Next week, we'll be um, exploring the inner dimensions, what we need to reflect in the state. And we start with Surah Al Fatiha, inshallah. So, I think um, that's uh, the end of what we did uh, last week, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Because the physical dimensions are usually. Um, more uh, less talk and more action. Yes, yeah, yeah. more doing. Students, yeah, and up.
1: you know, we were correcting them and yes. you know, correcting the movements physically, and you know, explaining where you put and when we went through looking at each child and those things. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So, um, uh, as we get to the end of our podcast, uh, I've got um, an in I've got uh, an exciting uh, uh, announcement with regards to our cafe. So um, we have partnered with Masjid Al Latif, Masjid Al Latif uh, in Langford. Langford. they have yes. this interesting program that if a st- if a student goes and pray, a student a, a, a child doesn't need to be a student of their madrasa, uh, any child any child that goes and pray at the masjid, uh, they they'll get a signature from the imam. You collect a signature from the imam, yeah. uh, and then there'll be prizes at the end when you complete. So what we are offering is that. Um, if you complete 25 prayers, that means you get 25 signatures from your Imam You can come to the cafe and have a free drink of your choice You yes. can choose anything, come here and enjoy a, f- a free drink So um, to those who are praying at Masjid Al Latif, you can collect your signatures there um, For Koswa students, we're going to do the same But uh, instead of getting the Imam's signature, you get your parents' signature you get 25 prayers, then you get to collect your uh, reward at the cafe. Come, uh, meet your teacher at Kosoa, get your 25 signatures, meet your teacher at Kosoa, and claim your voucher. Yeah. So we want to encourage uh, our children to pray in a fun way. So now they have something to look forward to, can come and have a drink of your choice.
1: Yeah, inshallah that would, um, we always believe that we should always reward behaviours rather than punish. Yes. Um, so we reward and praise yes. um, good behaviours and notice good behaviours yeah. um, in children. And that's the way we would encourage them to punish. Yeah, I think
0: very important uh, tip in, in, in parenting is this reward punishment that we need to know how to use this wisely um, and uh, there's a study i think you can explain this better um, that the ratio between reward and punishment if you reward a child how once uh, i mean if you punish a child once to balance that negative effect of punishment punishment gets you r- the result that you want immediately yeah but there will be long-term ramifications yeah. to counter that you need a Positive experience, so yeah, one to nine, yeah, one punishment. The ratio is nine rewards. So it is better if you know how to use uh, reward and reward them wisely. Yeah, and
1: rewards doesn't have to be a physical price or uh, you know, um, a tangible thing, it can be a praise, uh, it can be a cuddle, it can be kind words. A lot of things can be rewards as long as it's a positive,
0: it can uh, be a a trip, it can be a trip, like all right, a trip to the park or a trip to somewhere. an experience yeah. doesn't need to be material, Yes. but what little we can contribute uh, from coffee and dates is, uh, yeah, that.
1: Come and enjoy. They might enjoy. Uh, have a favorite smoothie. Yeah, they've got in mind yep. or a chocolate drink. Yeah.
0: All right, so that's all for this week. Our music as usual is from Kawsuakasida.
1: Assalamualaikum, Rahmatullahi wa
0: Barakatuh.